0: and welcome to episode number 166 of the Raw Verdict, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's flagship show Monday Night Raw. I am your host and humble guide, Keela Cash. Thank you so much for joining me as week 167 of Receptopia continues. Happy Tuesday morning, afternoon, and evening to you all as another busy week in the worlds of WWE and AEW continues. And last night was Monday Night Raw going down live from the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona as we are four days away from WrestleMania Night One going down live from SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, when WrestleMania goes Hollywood again for the first time since 2005. I am hyped for the week. It is going to be extremely busy. We got NXT tonight, AEW Dynamite tomorrow. We got the Super Honor show going down in LA on Friday night. Plus, we got SmackDown, and the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony going down in the same venue on the same night on Fox and on Peacock, respectively. Then, of course, NXT Send and Deliver going down this Saturday at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 10 Pacific, on Peacock as well. And it culminates in night one of WrestleMania. I'm hyped. I'm game. I'm excited. And I am not even including all of the indie shows going down around the L.A. area throughout WrestleMania weekend this is the most busiest and most wonderful time of the year as a wrestling fan and I cannot wait to dive into all the goodness over the next few days I would try to drop at least one more show if I can right here this week, but it's going to be incredibly hectic. I'll do what I can. And hopefully after the dust settles on WrestleMania season, I can get back to my normal rotation of dropping the NXT nightcap, the dynamite effect and so forth as we try to get back in our routine, heading into a brand new season of maybe it ain't going to be a low period post-WrestleMania. Maybe there's something good coming around the bend. We'll see about it. But in the meantime, in between time, I want to offer some quick thoughts from last night's Monday Night Raw, the go-home show on the Monday side of things, heading into this weekend's WrestleMania. And I do want to offer some recommendations on things you should watch from last night's show. First off, you can skip the promo exchange between Becky Lynch, Bailey. Damage Control, Tristratus, and Lita because it's been there, done that. I did like Becky's Fire saying EO Sky, and Dakota Kai were brimming with the potential in NXT and they've been just straggling along with Bailey ever since they joined Damage Control last year. And Becky is the audience in this case saying we've been seeing you 2 beef repeatedly since SummerSlam. 2022, late July. We thought it was over at War Games at Survivor Series. Thought it was over inside a steel cage a couple of months ago. But no, this feud must continue. It must culminate it must end at WrestleMania via the six women tag involving the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Becky Lynch and Lita alongside WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus versus Damage Controls Bailey, Io Sky and Dakota Kai, and the aforementioned Io Sky face Becky Lynch one on one. Very good match. Early highlight was. Becky Lynch delivering a dropkick that sent EO damn near halfway up the ramp. I loved it. It was a great spot. And then EO comes through with a beautiful springboard Mr. Dropkick a springboard moonsault on Becky as well goes for another one but Becky's able to land an exploder a short time later followed by the manhandle slam for the one two three very impressive match as we are on that road to Wrestlemania involving the six woman tag team match this Saturday and or Sunday on Peacock another highlight from last night was Seth Rollins versus Mr. Farley And this new positivity gimmick for Ali is definitely a choice. At least he's getting TV, but he got absolutely squashed by Seth. He got curb stomped face first, not once, but twice for the win by Seth. And Seth calls out Logan Paul ahead of their match at WrestleMania Saturday on Logan Paul's 28th birthday. Seth vows to make it a very bad birthday for one Logan Paul. The fans love Seth. They sing his song and it's going to be a hell of an ovation this Saturday at SoFi Stadium for night one of WrestleMania. And I stand by what I have said for the last couple of months. Starting value for Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul is five stars. They're going to tear down the house. Logan Paul is an exceptional heel, but his in-ring work will make him a babyface because you got to begrudgingly respect what he does. He's very good for his level of experience and he's going to blow the roof off that place alongside one Seth Rollins who's going to match him move for move, height for height, blow for blow when it counts the most. Now, we had a weigh-in involving Omos and Brock Lesnar for their match at WrestleMania. And MVP cuts a promo. It's kind of blah, blah, blah to me. Then Brock Lesnar comes out, says, fuck this, weigh-in. I'm going to go in for the attack. He charges after Omos, and he's bumping him around the ring. It's a great visual. And then Brock stumbles a bit. I think he was a little bit too excited. He goes to grab the big-ass scale. And in doing so, he gets booted by Omos. And he's sent outside the ring to recover and Omos grabs the scale saying, oh, you're going to hit me with this? No, I'm going to hit you with this ahead of their match at WrestleMania. So I don't know how this is going to go. The cell we're looking for is Brock Lesnar picking up Omos for an F5. The Germans will be nice, but the F5 is going to be the money, the moment. The thing is going to get people popping out of their seats. I cannot wait to see if Brock can pull it off at WrestleMania this weekend. I'm hyped, despite the ugliness of this match on paper. It could over-deliver, but we shall see. My favorite match from last night was an eight-man tag team match involving the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, and the super cool team, ironically enough, of Ricochet and Braun Strowman versus the Viking Raiders and the Alpha Academies, Chad Gable and Otis. Love the entering work from Gable and Dawkins. They always do the great transitions, the cartwheels, the backflips, the arm drags, the counters are absolutely everything. At one point, Ricochet gets involved, goes for a head scissors takedown, but Gable reverses that into an ankle lock in a great spot. But Otis shows out at one point by bumping. And pouncing Braun Strowman out of the ring at one point, which is pretty badass. And he picks up Montez Ford in midair and delivers the world's strongest slam as we go to commercial break. We come back and the Viking Raiders are fighting against Ricochet at one point. Then we have Braun Strowman cleaning house on the heels. But the highlight for me was when Ricochet took down Eric and he was on Braun's shoulders. It lives a senton off the shoulders of Strowman. But it was Montez fucking Ford that is going to deliver a misdirection frog splash by clearing Braun Strowman's head and landing perfectly on Eric for the one, two, three. That popped the crowd. That was a great finish. Love this match. And the Fatal Four Way tag at WrestleMania between these four teams could low key be a show stealer, depending on the match placement, of course. Next up is Austin Theory cutting a promo in an empty footprint center he's not about the fan service he's not about being an idol for fans that want to say we want to be like you when we grow up he's not about him being the next John Cena he is simply the next Austin Theory he's in this for himself and no one else and he is going to beat John Cena night one of Wrestlemania they are opening the show a lot of pressure this is by far the biggest match of Austin Theory's life I like his confidence there are moments he is great But you have to step up and show up and subsequently show out against one of the greatest to ever do it in John Cena. Now, we know that Cena's in-wing work has not been the greatest over the last few appearances in WWE. But here's his shot to make someone on the grandest stage of them all and see if Theory can run with the ball post-WrestleMania season. Next up is Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville qualifying for the Fatal 4-Way. Women's Tag Team Showcase at WrestleMania. They beat Meechian and Candice LeRae. Choices, but I will say this. I love Chelsea Green's Karen gimmick. She gets on Adam Pearce's nerves every single week, and I love it. She plays her part to perfection. She needed this win to kind of give her a little boost heading into WrestleMania season, and it's a pretty big deal that she went from being cut by WWE a couple of years ago to being a part of WrestleMania night one. Or two, not the pre-show, but on the actual WrestleMania card. Good for her. And Sonya as well, who also gets a WrestleMania payday at the end of the day. Next up is Dominic Mysterio cutting an absolutely amazing promo on his father and his mom. And I have to say this for Dom. At first, I was a little shaky on the hill turn. I wanted it, but he was kind of "Mm," at first. But he has grown so much to be one of the most hated guys, not only in WWE, but all of professional wrestling as well. He has found his stride since the arrest back in December, right before Christmas. He is so prison dom to perfection. He's got the tear tattoo, talking all kinds of shit. And he is such a hypocrite saying, how dare my dad hit me? How dare he embarrass me in front of all of you? And my mom watched him do it. So she's no better than him. I should have told her to shut up a long time ago. Then he reads his entire family in Spanish to really agitate the fans even more. And he says, you know what, dad? Irish Eddie Guerrero was my real father. In fact, your existence is a disgrace to the entire Mysterio name. And I will take that name back at WrestleMania. And the fans are booing the fuck out of Dominic. I am so proud of him. He is so good he is highly entertaining in this role and I expect him and Ray to produce magic at Wrestlemania this was a beautifully told story over the last six or so months and I have been all in I wanted this turn I didn't know it was gonna work out well at first because Dom was a little rough with his promos and his presence in Judgment Day but he has grown so much and I am floored by him being this over as a heel love that for him ray faces off against damian priest it's a relatively short match ray goes for the 619 lands it perfectly but when he goes up top we got dom deliberately attacking his dad to draw the dq he's pummeling his father beating his ass damian joins in on the beat down until Ligado, the phantasmas joaquin wilde cruz del toro and santos escobar make the save i love their loyalty and respect to Rey Mysterio. And I expect Rey to deliver at WrestleMania against his son. That is going to be a moment. Father and son beefing and fighting at WrestleMania. It's going to be emotional, very heated. And I want this to be a good wrestling match especially for Dom. This is your dad, a lucha legend in the game, future WWE Hall of Famer this Friday. I wonder if they're gonna run one more angle before WrestleMania, we'll see. But all in all, one of the best hoed stories heading into the heart of WrestleMania season. Next up is Intercontinental Champion Gunther versus Dolph Ziggler. Dolph puts up a good fight, lands a Famouser on Gunther at one point, but he goes for a stinger splash, which goes awry when Gunther chops the soul of his body, followed by the power bomb and the last symphony by Gunther as he will face Drew McIntyre and Sheamus in a triple threat match for the intercontinental championship at WrestleMania. And I'm going to say this right now, starting value for that match is also five stars because these guys are going to absolutely brutalize and beat the ever loving shit out of each other. Their bodies will not be the same. I expect bruising. I expect a grueling, violent battle, and the fans are going to eat it up. And I kind of want Sheamus to win his first intercontinental title at WrestleMania. The fans wanted it dating back to his classic match against Gunther at Clash of the Castle back in September. The rematch from SmackDown a few weeks later was equally as good. So I just want him to have that moment. Will he pin Gunther to do it or Drew McIntyre? We'll see how it all plays out this weekend. And finally, let's talk about the main event of Monday Night Raw involving Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, the 2023 Warrior Rumble winner versus Solo Sokoa, representing the bloodline. We got Paul Hammond at ringside, and this match was really good. We had Cody taking it to Solo early on, but Solo is going to fight back by delivering a nasty Samoan drop to Cody. I was worried about the head and neck area at first, but Cody pops up, delivers a shot to Solo against the still steps, followed by going after his knee that he hurt on NXT over a year ago. He slams to the to the ring post repeatedly then he goes for a dive on the outside but solo catches him and lands yunagi on the announce table as we go to commercial break we come back and solo is firmly in control of things onto cody fights back with the forearm strike a snap power slam the disaster kick and the cody cutter followed by the crossroads for a very close near fall but cody took a little bit too long to make the cover and solo got his feet on the ropes to break the cover at the last minute from there cody is going to go for pay dirt Moonsault off the top rope, he misses. And Solo is going to go for the Samoan spike, but Cody's going to land another cutter. And then we have the Usos come out to run interference. So when they do so, Cody is distracted long enough to get nailed with the superkick, Curtis, if Solo and the spinning Solo That Cody kicks out of, and Paul Heyman cannot believe this. Uso's apoplectic on the ring apron until Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens attack their opponents for the undisputed WWE tag team titles at WrestleMania. They fight to the back, and from there, Solo goes for the Samoan Spike one more time. Cody floats over and lands a crossroads for the win clean on Solo Sokoa. That was massive. That is Solo's first loss by pinfall on the main roster. Paul Heyman is stunned at ringside. He is on his phone. Probably talking to Roman Reigns about what happened because there's one more face to face confrontation this Friday on SmackDown involving Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns ahead of their match at WrestleMania night two for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Will the long, illustrious reign of Roman Reigns comes to an end after 900 plus days? where Cody finishes his story and win the first major championship in his family and the Rhodes' name at WrestleMania? Will the bloodline play a role in the outcome in the event the Usos fall to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for those? Was undisputed WWE tag team titles, preferably during the main event of Night One of WrestleMania. All of these questions could be answered over WrestleMania weekend. I cannot wait. The Bloodline saga is the best damn storyline in professional wrestling. Sami Zayn has been that MVP for well over half a year. KO is incredible in every way, in the ring and on the mic. Roman Reigns, enough said. Tribal Chief for a reason, legit goat in the game. Paul Heyman, sniveling Weasel Solo over as the enforcer. But there's cracks in the armor now after losing last night clean. Roman is going to give him hell on SmackDown on Friday. And of course, the Usos, one of my favorite tag teams on planet Earth. And they play their parts so damn well. I want them to walk away from Roman when it counts most perfectly with Jay during the Honest First because honestly speaking, he's mad he didn't do it first because Sammy had the guts to make the move. Jay couldn't from well over two years ago. And with that, this wraps up a pretty solid go-home show for Monday Night Raw as that road to WrestleMania winds down. We got some good video packages from Asuka, Bianca Belair, and Charlotte Flair ahead of their title matches at WrestleMania. The matches in terms of storytelling is a bit lacking for me, but I do expect Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship and Asuka versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship to deliver big if the booking Hose up and of course match placement is key as well then we got finn balor teasing the return of demon balor at wrestlemania against edge inside hell in a cell and brood edge versus the demon balor i am so because i love grander entrances at wrestlemania and having the demon debut in la would be everything and i am looking forward to the rest of wrestlemania week I want you guys to have so much fun, enjoy the shows. I'll be back here when I can. But with that, this wraps up episode number 166 of The Raw Verdict, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's flagship show, Monday Night Raw. I hope you enjoyed it as always. You can follow me on social media at Lady Wrestling X on Twitter. They can find me tweeting about these podcast shows that drop in the semi daily recapping Monday Night Raw, NXT, AW Dynamite, Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, and AW Rampage on TNT. Along with the Spina Sessions podcast, recapping all things, Spencer from GH that drops every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platforms. You know what to do, such rest of topia and follow me on a podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Sprout, IHard Radio, Citro Radio, TuneIn Plus Amazon, Alexa, and Spotify. I could possibly maybe be back tomorrow morning with an NXT recap, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's Development brand if I'm here. Fantastic. If I'm not, I will see you on the flip side. Charge my head, not my heart. But until then, enjoy your Tuesday. Stay safe out there and don't forget to wash those hands. See you later, boys and girls. Take care. <laughs>